Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. You are listening to Storygram Podcast Network. Welcome to One Media, One Media, where we take two pieces of media and we decide to talk about it. Kind of. Somewhat. <laughs> anyway, we had to re-record this, unfortunately, because my recorder battery died and so the file got corrupt. So we had to redo this, unfortunately. Today, we're going to talk about Fruits Basket, which is one of my most favorite Slice of Life's animes ever. And this is a special episode because we are only talking about Fruits Basket. Yes, because I realized that the newest Fruits Basket series is on Funimation. So since pretty much this podcast is kind of run off of Funimation right now. (laughs) Yeah, they should pay us. Yeah, they should. I figured, well, why don't we just watch the old one and the new one? We watched the first five episodes of each series. And context of it too what's special about it is this was like you said the first slice of life anime that you got into but it's also my first first anime series i ever watched oh that's so, right yeah and she introduced it to me so <laughs> that's right i totally forgot <laughs> so I it's got special on one. like five thousand million levels yeah it was so random too when i used to work at funko land in a mall i think it was 2002 or 2003 they had this weird DVD that was in a CD case. You might actually have it now. And it said Fruits Basket. And I was like, well, this looks lame. I might as well pick it up <laughs> because it was like $1.99. And it came with yes. two episodes. It didn't really have that much of a description or anything. And I put it in and they have this whole entire segment where it says, meet the voice actors. So, And so I watched... I think it was only like the first two episodes and I just fell in love with it. I think I ended up buying more of those demo things for people at my work. Mm-hmm. I just would buy it for them and make them watch it too. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's by far one of my most favorite series. So it's kind of strange to see that they would remake something to me that was completely perfect. Right? And in I every was- way. And I was shocked because I asked I was like, why? Like, why would you remake an animation? I just feel like it seems like a lot of work too. Like, yeah. what do you know, redraw sh-? Like, I didn't understand how that worked. So <laughs> I'm excited that you did a very deep dive. <laughs> yeah. I did this crazy deep dive stuff. in the information, <laughs> but we're going to have to do it again. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> All right. It's good. So here we go. Stats. The stats. The information. My favorite part. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Fruits Basket came out as a manga in July 1998 to November 2006. And it was written and illustrated by Natsuki Takaya. Came to 
23 volumes. And I think each volume has at least 10 chapters in it, minimum. So there's quite a few in there. She built a world. Yes, she created <laughs> a little world going on. And then the original anime series, which we fell in love with, it came out July 5th, uh, 2001, and it went till December 27th of 2001. And it was really popular in Japan and throughout America, too. And that's 26 episodes? 26 episodes. That's correct. I'm sorry. And then do they shorten down that 23 volume? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they edited that. They yeah. picked and choose. Okay. Well, it went till 2006. And this only went to 2001. So she had five more oh. years of stuff that she was writing. Wow. So they don't really go into it too much. And so we'll let's get into the dirt. The creator, she hated it. She hated the anime series completely because it was a little bit too lighthearted, I guess, for her. And she didn't like how the characters were being portrayed. And so when she decided to come out with the remake, she made sure that all the voice actors were not a part of it, the whole entire cast. And she made sure that the animation crew weren't a part of it either. Yeah, it's awful. Like she like blackballed them. Yeah, she totally blackballed. <laughs> she was, none of you are allowed to touch my art. <laughs> I guess it's so. It seems like she was okay with the American English translation, maybe, but she was just not happy with it. So uh, it's it's you could really tell that the newer series is pretty much almost word for word to the manga. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they add a little bit extra here and there, and. To me, those we'll get into that part where our opinions. Yeah. Okay. So she continued making Fruits Basket in 2015 called Fruits Basket Another. That started in September 4th, 2015, and it went till March 20th of 2019. And then in April 6th, 2019, it's still going on too. So far, it's 31 episodes, but this is the newer series anime series I'm talking about, which she actually has someone making sure uh, that is a part of the animation crew to make sure that the quality is pretty much spot on with the manga. <laughs> She's just trying to get her manga yeah, her point in across film. Yeah. Like a film version of it versus like the first one they must have had to obviously edit down and they didn't even have all of them yet. Yeah, it was cut down a little bit. Into like a cartoon. Yeah, I don't think she liked all the silly animations that I always thought was awesome in it. <laughs> but each their own. And then in 2019, she released another series called Fruits Basket, The Three Musketeers Arc, which I have no clue what it's about, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm going to have to look that up. Well, I want to yeah. know if it's about I'll send the- you the link of all the manga you want to. And so that went from April 23rd, 2019 until July 9th, 2019. And then she released another series called Freeze Basket Three Musketeers Arc 2. That started April 28th, 2020. It's still going on. And yeah, she's just a little machine here. I mean, she's come out with so much manga throughout her life 
starred with Phantom Dream, and she's done other ones in between Fruits Basket. One was Songs to Make You Smile, and that started in 1999. And then there's Twinkle Stars, which went from 2007 to 2011. And then there's another one called Lizette and the Witch's Forest, which went from 2011, 2013. And she never concluded it. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, This cliffhanger. Are any of these turned into animes? I don't think so. Okay. So Fruits Basket's like her... I don't know. It's like almost like Disneyland because like so much. There's like so many spinoffs. so much. You could almost call her like, who did that Harry Potter series? I forget her name. J.K. Rowling? To me, she seems like kind of like a J.K. Rowling's type. Right? Totally. So the series is actually named after a children's game. Fruits Basket, or... It's a real game? It's a real game okay. in Japan. I have to try to pronounce this. Fruturo Basquito. That thing's made up. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the way it works is everybody sits in the circle, and they name you a different fruit, and then whenever the leader calls that fruit, you come in, you run and play and jump around and... I guess, until the last one's up and I guess you succeed, whatever. Kids game. <laughs> it's a kids game. They're making any sense. Yes. <laughs> it's a children's game. First it's kind of like they join game. into the basket. Is that like the thing? It's the like, it's like cherries when you jump in. Yeah. yeah. So you're all like jumping into the basket. Yes. So, okay, cool. Okay. So here we go. We're going to go into the plot again. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it opens with Tora Honda with her hand out into the sun. She's like talking to her mom or something like that who uh, passed away maybe four or five months beforehand or so. Find out that she's been living in a tent for about a week and she's staying on someone's property, which you learn about when she ends up going to school. And she walks up to this house and she sees all these Zodiac characters, which is like the rat, the snake, the dragon. And then this guy comes out of the house and talks to her about the Zodiac characters. It ends up being Shigure. And Yuki comes out. It's someone from her school. So she has a mutual classmate that lives on that property. And they ask where she lives. And she says she lives somewhere nearby, which kind of confuses them because they own all that property. They end up walking to school together. And... Yuki is like kind of like the dreamboat of the high school, <laughs> per se. Yeah, he is very popular. He's very popular. <laughs> Every girl wants to date him because he's very polite and he's really good at sports and everything. So she's walking to school with the coolest guy in school ever. <laughs> and that kind of like raises some flags because no one walks with him. So then. That kind of no girl walks with him at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How dare he? She (laughs) totally. She's making people jealous. (laughs) Yes, left and right. (laughs) And so he ends up walking her home, and he ends up talking about how much he hates the Zodiac cat because earlier she talks about how she always wanted to be born the year of the cat, and he goes off on talking about how much he hates cats. (laughs) <laughs> which I thought was the fun. This is what I wanted to get into. Uh, how she hates cats. 
and how they're like the scum of the earth. And it was like kind of the first time she ever heard him talk about how much he hates something ever. And then he notices that she is getting a little bit pale and then catches a leaf right before it hits her head. In the original anime, in the newest one, the leaf falls on her head and he picks it out of her head. Mm. I don't know if you noticed yeah, that. Yeah, it is small details like that. Yeah, it's well, really it's, weird. I like that you bring this up, though, because you're right. Yuki is like most polite boy, so sweet. Everyone likes him, blah, blah, And then all of a sudden, he's talking. He's visibly irritated about this <laughs> yes. cat story yes. from the Zodiac where they talk about all the animals go to a party. The cat gets the wrong message from the rat as a prank yeah. and gets left out. So there is no year of the cat. It's just something Toru wishes she was to be in solidarity of the cat being left out. And so it was interesting to see him be so, I don't know, opinionated about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's completely opinionated about that. It, it's totally funny. And so she goes to work and works very late. She's really tired. She's walking to the tent. And then Yuki and Shigure are walking home from a big dinner. They're complaining about how they shouldn't be eating out every day or so they're going to get a lot bigger. And they notice that Toru is living on their property in a tent. So they have a little meeting and they decide to have Toru live with them instead of living in the tent. There's some other stuff, but that's more of like kind of character development. I don't want to get into just yet. (laughs) But we do need to say that she is living in that tent because she was originally living with her grandpa, but he's renovating the house and he's living with his daughter and her family. And so he was like, oh, go live with a friend. And she said, okay. And then she just got a tent because she didn't want to burden her friends. (laughs) Right. right. I totally forgot about that part. Right. And then the boys, Yuki and Shigure are obviously they eat out every night. So they are interested in having her there to help cook and clean. Yeah, and they also just want her to be her and she could do whatever she wants and just as long as she's happy being a part of the Soma family, per se. Mm-hmm. And so they are packing her stuff up into her room and then you hear some crackling in the ceiling and then someone jumps through the ceiling and it ends up being Kyo and he wants to fight Yuki but Toru accidentally trips over one of the pieces of wood from the ceiling and she falls on him and he turns into a cat. And then when Toru holding the cat, she kind of passes out. And so Yuki and Shigure try to catch Toru and they turn into, one turns into a dog, which is Shigure, and Yuki turns into a rat. And that's pretty much the first episode. Yeah, and it's, totally silly and she doesn't know if it's the dream or not and so yes they have to go into this family curse they don't ever really go into the curse unfortunately there's just some weird soma family curse where if they are hugged by the opposite sex or if their bodies are in stress they'll turn into an animal from the zodiac a character from the zodiac family yeah i think family yeah yeah Well, they turn into the animal, but they also have their other secret kind of thing is that those they can communicate with that animal. So you'll see like the cats following Kyo around or, you know, Yuki utilizing rats to help him with things. So and Shigure, he could communicate with dogs too. 
Storygram Network. Hello, welcome to One Media, One Media. I'm your host, Takeshi, and with me I have Santos, and we take two pieces of media, and we take a deep dive on them. Kind of. We just talk about it. Kind of. Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? It's the intersection of possibility, where what-ifs and why-nots collide. Some on the cutting edge, others on the cutting room floor. It's a place I like to call The Bleed. Hey, podcast fans, I'm Jeff Davis. Through the safety of your earbuds, Bluetooth speaker, or car stereo, join me as I venture out on the wine road. Aiden offers up practical and helpful tips to help you live a more joyful life. The art of being yay isn't just something he developed on a whim on a lonely Wednesday. Welcome to Swirl, the wine show for people who know nothing about wine. And I know nothing about wine, but I love it. And I feel like wine's for everybody. I also feel like wine is also intimidating. Storygram Network. Okay, so let's go into the characters. Taru, her mom, passed away probably a year before she has to graduate because she made a promise to her mom that she would graduate because her mom never graduated high school at all because her mom was kind of more of a almost a free thug. spirit. A free spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but her mom worked a lot. She didn't say her mom worked a lot because her dad also died, right? Yeah. Like the dad's not in the picture. I think he died. And so then the mom was a single mom. But in her mom's youth, she would seem real wild and free spirited and um, possibly a gang member. So we're not sure. She just talks about her mom really highly, but then she wears these crazy gang jackets with <laughs> a mask on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there was a baseball bat. Yuki is also known as Prince Yuki in the series. And he is very kind, very athletic. All the girls want to date him. Uh, Kyo is the exact opposite. He is very rambunctious, kind of loud, doesn't really communicate too well, except for when he does communicate, he likes to yell a lot. So I've He does yell a lot. Yeah. He gets kind of angry fast. So he's got a short fuse. You said he was an extrovert. Kind of. Well, no, Yuki's definitely an introvert. Like he's more nervous and like doesn't reach out to people as much. But Kyo is just like, he gets mad fast. It's like, ah. But he does get along with people a little bit more. He'll participate in games and sports and things. Where it seems like sometimes Yuki is a little bit too good for that to some people. And then Shigure, everybody's staying at his house. (laughs) He is in his mid-20s and he publishes literary novels under his own name. They are trashy romances under different pen names, I guess. Yes. (laughs) Head name is Noah Kiritani, which he used for his erotic novel series. That's so funny. (laughs) One of them is called Summer Colored Sigh. (laughs) 
Yeah, and then she has her two friends, Uwe, who is from supposedly the Bronx. They always call her Yankee, but I guess she might be in a gang. I can't tell. And then what's her other friend's name? Hana. Hana. Yeah. Her name's much longer, but I think they just call her Hana. Yeah, they just call her Hana. And she is a psychic, I guess. And she always could measure people's electric waves, which I always found pretty interesting too. Yes. Okay, so we made it through that. Finally. <laughs> Yay, we did it. <laughs> so that's how far we got until my batteries died on this thing. Okay, so I'd hate to say it, the newer one is a lot closer to the manga than the older series. I actually went almost scene by scene, and it's pretty spot on. But to me, the original series has a lot more kind of special moments here and there. I I guess, I mean, there was a lot of crazy subtle differences where it irritated the author. But to me, it kind of helped out with the pacing and everything. Where the other one, it seems like they add a little bit too much here and there. I don't know if you noticed that. So I started watching the original. I watched the original five episodes all in a row. And... It's like, oh, I love Fruits Basket. <laughs> it was yeah. like sent back. I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And then I started watching the the remake and I was thinking, oh, this is going to be totally different. And I was like sh- shocked how many scenes were literally the same where I was like, really? Like you're going to go through all this effort to give me, you know, like Yuki doesn't have purple eyes anymore or... Toru doesn't have blue eyes, she has brown eyes. It's like, is this the changes? Like, they're so, there's like such subtle changes. And I agree, like, the original one is like more lighthearted. It's a little more fun. It's got like, there's something with the pacing. That's, yeah, right. The pacing. There's a pacing thing that I like about it, and it's fun. The other one is a little more serious. And so I almost feel like she's spoon feeding you in the new one. If that makes sense. Right. But I guess it's what she wanted. Yeah. And and they toned down Shigure's character, who I enjoyed his original. They, pervy they toned self, him down so. so much. But I guess they had to do it because if you watch further on in the series, there's a reason why for that. And I guess that's also in the manga too. <laughs> so if you watch the new one, it'll yeah, kind, kind of explain of, his story better. Yeah. Like he shouldn't be so silly. Yeah, he shouldn't be so silly. Because they definitely made him the comic relief in the original. Yeah, he's he always goes, high school girls, high school girls, and all this <laughs> other kind of <laughs> creepy stuff where I guess Aikito, which, who is the head of the Suma family, he's the calendar or something weird. I never understood that part because I never was able to read through the whole entire series. And I can't remember if I had talked about this in this recording or the other recording. When I was buying it, they were doing it month to month. And I only made it to about the 13th or 11th manga. So I was never able to buy all the other ones. So I, I don't know exactly what happened throughout the whole entire series because I became poor. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't have this expendable... Manga money. <laughs> yeah. Twenty to twenty-five dollars, I think, which is totally worth it. But there are ways where you could read the manga for free. It's look what about it up. the library? Yeah, you go to library. I think my library actually has manga in there, but it's always hard to figure out. Personally, 
I would recommend this to almost anybody. I do like the original one more, and I can't tell if it's because of nostalgia, because I know I'm looking at this with like a lot more of rose-tinted glasses, per se. <laughs> yes, I know. That's what, and I will admit, though, that the illustrations in the new one are more refined. It does yes. look nicer in some ways. But that doesn't take away to me like the flatness of the old one because I like I get that it's a cartoon, so it doesn't bother me. But I, I can see how it's like upgraded in quality. So maybe if she was concerned about that from the She definitely hated the other one, obviously. <laughs> Which is pretty messed up. But I think the whole entire thing is that she is writing these new fruits baskets. And so they're going to probably pretty much continue the animation series after that. So I'm assuming that she's going to do this, the original series, and then come out with these new ones, too. Oh. That's what I'm assuming, too. I'm tempted to watch the new series all the way through. You definitely should. We could kind of do a continuation, maybe. A follow-up. We could do a follow-up. Because I want to read through the manga, too. I'm so curious. One description of one of them, and it was so messed up. I was like, ooh, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, like, which weird twists and turns are going to show up. So I recommend either one, starting at either one. I don't think you need to watch both, because there, there's not a super crazy... I mean, I'm sure as I watch it, I might find the big differences. But overall, in the first five, there's not like gigantic differences. It's right. is like a really nice, sweet girl. It's like a fairy tale. Like she's like, you know, this really sweet person and, and she helps people learn about themselves and she's so kind and she helps people learn to be more accepting and kind to themselves and others. And they kind of protect her. I don't remember if you watched the whole entire original Fruits Basket or not, but if you remember... What happened with Kyo at the end? Mm -hmm. That was kind of like the last episode, I think. And her talking with Aikito, where in the manga, that was almost like maybe three novels in, four novels in or so. So I think they had to figure out what to do with it. Maybe that was some of the clues that she gave them or something, or I'm not really too sure. Yeah, and so the remake is the remake of the anime. So is it going to stick with what was already... Or did she shift the story around a little bit to fit her? Okay, so the remake is sticking to the manga a lot closer. Okay, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, so I'll watch that because I want to see... Okay, so the original series takes a lot of different liberties. Like with the goofy animations, which I always loved about it. And they kind of have it in the new one, but it doesn't go as far in anyway and the one thing that kills me that they don't have is the music the music in the original series makes it for me <laughs> sounds like a, a music box keyboard lines and- mm-hmm. i feel like the new one is it's not as vibrant there's something not as vibrant about it it's too simple to not and i don't want to be critical on it meanwhile just in like arts Go ahead and put your critical eye on it because that's what it doesn't. I feel like for it being a slice of life and being to me, it's a very much like a fairy tale type vibe. So you're always like learning a good lesson. So it's very sweet. That can get kind of like flat. (laughs) So like you need like the right music and colors and 
joy or like goofiness to kind of like move it forward or give you little things. So, so you're not just constantly hearing more of the story. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> like you're like, I got it. Like you put something fun in. Have an open and warm heart for everybody. Yes. So I love those messages. That's why I like that genre because it makes you feel good. Like, oh, but yeah, I, I kind of liked the original because it is a little bit, I would say it's just more vibrant and fun and silly. And maybe that's like her nightmare, but that it works for it. <laughs> exactly. And I forgot to even mention that I went to this anime convention and I ended up meeting the voice actress who did Tora Honda. What? Yeah, she was really, really nice. They had a Q&A with one of the voice actresses and the director of the original series. He was really cool. <laughs> so what's going to happen now? It's going to be all like, I don't know. Now there's like a whole new crew for this <laughs> new one. Are they like rivals? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because everybody's like, how come it was only 26 episodes? Quite a few people asked him that. And he said, well, that's all we're allowed to do is 26. I don't know. So I guess he didn't know what was going on either. And <laughs> the new, wait, the new remake is also only 26 episodes or are there so more than 26? So far, it's 31 episodes. Oh, like the first season's 31 episodes. Yeah. And their second season's going on right now. Oh. Yeah, they just haven't translated it just yet. I'm going to end up watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we Even should though have I it. just talked bad about it. But I, it's not bad. I just said I just like the other one because that's... No, no, no. One. It's good. I mean, comparatively, it falls a little bit flat. I do like the fact that it is pretty much exactly like the manga because I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? There's so many weird changes here and there. What the f- it's so uh, I went original, the new remake, to the manga. <laughs> each chapter. Which is crazy. I don't know. I don't know if it needs to be that close. I don't think so either. And I forgot I can't remember if I said it in this one or the other one, but one chapter pretty much equals one episode of the anime. Okay. So yeah, I mean I don't really think it needs to be that close, but to her it does. So you know what? More power to you. <laughs> if you've never watched any of them and you just want a 26 series episode, stick with the original. <laughs> yeah. Just, but if you want like a never ending, probably Fruits Baskets series, then you probably want to start with the new one because it's going to be closer. Or if you read the manga and you're like going to be horrified by people butchering it, then I wouldn't watch <laughs> No. And also the cool thing about the dub because we watch dubs. I don't have enough time to read some of the dubs. They kept most of the cast. There's only a few people who didn't have the same roles, but okay. you can tell... I thought the voices sounded the older. same. You could tell they're a little bit older. They sound a little bit different, unfortunately. <laughs> but you can't control age. No, but they do. their voices are very similar. Because I was thinking that. It's like, oh, their voices are so similar. It's so weird. But I, at yeah. the same time... It's a little flat sometimes here and there. Yes. That's what drives me insane. If they had the same kind of energy into it, even though it was, God, over 10 years later, I think it probably wouldn't have been as hard as a shock that, oh, we're losing all these weird, silly animations and everything. 
Uh-huh. That's well, just my opinion. I just, yeah, I agree. I, there's something about the intensity of like, it's an anime. So I like when Prince Yuki seems extra mysterious. Like I like the extraness of it. But now it's he's like regular mysterious. And I'm like, that's not working for me because also she created a fantasy world. Like this isn't the real world. People are turning into animals. So it's okay for it to kind of like bounce off and like push some boundaries on things. I don't know. Versus like our other slice of life, which is very much modeling more like the piano concerts, you know, like, of course, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, so it's like a deep internal world. Mm -hmm. And she's, so she's not getting the drama from even those. But I don't think she ever wanted it to be like kind of a kitschy slice of life, which I'll admit the original one pretty much is. And it's great. Yeah, that's what's so good about it. That's <laughs> what I, I love about it. I don't know what she it. wants with this story because it's like a fantasy story. Like there's nothing, it's kitschy. Like, sorry, like people are turning into animals from the Zodiac. It's like a fairy tale. Hmm. I sometimes wonder about, you know, like you think about movies sometimes and then they have like director's cut. And some people will be like, oh, it's better. But sometimes I think, Maybe it's not. Maybe that's why we have editors <laughs> and they made the story like they, you know what I mean? Like sometimes no, when it. it's your work, and I think of this as like a choreographer, even people watch, you know, I'm like, oh, that doesn't work. And you have to sometimes listen to your audience and your the feedback. Well, team. much like Star Wars, I don't know if you ever watched Star Wars, George Lucas redid the original series until the Blu ray. He kept on adding this weird all over the place. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fans would just get irritated and he would never release the original edit because he always felt like it, it wasn't perfect, even though the original edit is how they all got into Star Wars. And they enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Hmm, this is fun. Yeah, so, but like I said, I think the reason why they remade it mostly, aside from the fact that she hated it, was to make sure it was cohesive throughout the whole entire series. And I guess they could remake it because there's enough people interested in it, oh, right? yes. It's so popular. Do you know how people are taking it? I went through reviews, and even reading the reviews on Funimation, is they all love it. They love the new one? Yeah, the new one. Is it because they all read the manga? You know, they love both. I don't know if, if you notice there's reviews on it. I'll look at it. Uh, yeah, there's reviews on there. They love it. And I even watched YouTube videos beforehand. And like us, we watched the original ones first, so it might be nostalgia just kind of hitting us harder. <laughs> Should we take a stand that we hate the new one just to like... <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like be some strange... When we decided to do this Fruit Basket episode, I just watched the first five, ten seconds. I was like, I could tell I hate this already. Remember? <laughs> There's yeah. something about this. I looked at the characters. I was like, I hate the way the characters are drawn. Something doesn't feel right. But it grew on me and it's fine. I feel like, yes, the original one, we were looking at it through nostalgic lenses. But yes. I also think we're looking at the new one through like the lenses of, but I like Fruits Basket, so I should <laughs> like this. <laughs> And we do like the characters and we do like the world she created. So I wonder if I never had seen any of them, if I would like it. That's all. Sometimes I think I'm like, I don't think this is no piano of the forest. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like capture for the new 
remake. Yeah. Okay. So Fruits Basket in general, especially the original series, is taking some dark themes and they're having it go through some rose tinted glasses and they're showing that, yes, you can make make it through things. You just have to kind of cope with it, have an open heart. But it's always lighthearted in the end. And it makes you feel good when you're done watching it and when you're watching the series, which has a lot to do with the music and the voice acting. And just there's something about the pacing that's so weird. Okay, I'll tell you a part that drove me bat. I don't know why. When Yuki and Kyo first fight and Yuki kicks Kyo into a pond <laughs> in the new series. But yeah. in the original one, he just falls to the dirt. In the new one, he has to fall in water for some strange-ass reason, and he's just in water. That drives me bad crazy. Like, why did they have to do that? If you look at the manga, it's not there. <laughs> in the pool? Yeah. Remember oh, when they first fight? He yeah, he, no, he, I do. So he, in the manga, there's no pond. There's no pond. That's weird. Then why they add it? I don't know. I got mad when scenes were exactly the same, to be honest. I was like, change it or leave it alone. Um, <laughs> that, I to do... me, that just like kind of drove me crazy. I was like, why? That's so just funny. Why? You're like, why are you making these detail changes? Uh, they must have contacted <laughs> the creator and they're like, hey, should we do this? Or what about this one scene? Like, put a pond in it. Put a pond in it. We need it. Okay, I do have to say there's one character I do not like. And you meet her in the first five oh, episodes. Oh, um, can't remember her name. Kagura. Yeah, yeah, Kagura, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't stand her. You can't stand her in either series or the new one? In either series. I like the original one. I like how Toru handles her better in the original one with making the the wall or whatever, taping that. I don't know. Tori's just really good at making friends. And so she like really softens the girl. I liked how it was handled in the first, I think, better. But overall, I just can't stand that character. I just like, go away. Like, go. I cannot wait till you're gone. Yeah, it's so strange because she threatens Kyo to marry her in the original series by almost like holding a boulder over his head. And in the new one, she has knives out. Yeah, like a psycho. Yeah. She's like a straight psycho. (laughs) It's like, this is so abusive. (laughs) Yeah. But to me, it's like, which one's worse? Throwing a boulder over someone or knives? Knives to me, it's just like, he's going to get stabbed to death. (laughs) It's really scary. She has two knives. She's a little girl. So it's like frightening. So there's something very like, in both of them, I find her annoying though. Like that, her extreme ranges of anger and love. That one. That's one thing I don't. That's one character. So far that I remember that is a character. I'm like, I could do without you. <laughs> no, you're very right about that. And she's just kind of there in a way. But maybe her character is a little bit more important in the new one later yeah. on. Maybe they do we'll get married see. in the end. I don't know. <laughs> Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> it's so long. There's so many episodes. And there's, there's so, so many manga to read. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's revisit this in three or four months. And yeah. Because I know you've completed Cowboy Bebop last week. You're 23 episodes in or something like that. So you weren't able to enjoy the very last three episodes or anything. I couldn't spoil it for you. <laughs> yes, that was good. Um, Do you want to retcon there or anything or no? 
<laughs> no, that's okay. too good. It's just so good. It just makes it better. I do want to say though, when you watch Cowboy Bebop and it's from 1998 and then you watch Fruits Baskets from 2001 and you're like, oh, it's Cowboy Bebop. It's so amazing. Like what a work of art. Like, you're just like, wow. You are so right about that too. Cowboy Bebop, you look at all the art and the character design and you're like, this is very current for even now. Mm-hmm. And I can't yeah, believe it's... this is 98. I mean, even the original series, I loved the character design. And I was like, okay, I could deal with this. I can't tell if it's rose-tinted glasses, but that's okay. Where with the new one, I was like, hmm, that's HD, all right. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. No, it's it's funny to see like the level that these animes can go. That's all. And I love Fruits Basket for Fruits Basket and like that it's slice of life and it's cute and everything. But I was just like amazed. I'm like, wow. It just made me appreciate Cowboy Bebop on a whole nother level though. Like I was like <laughs> with the music and everything. I was like, they really created a very beautiful artwork. And then I will say Bart preferred the artwork of the new remake <gasps> of Fruits Basket. No, did he mm-hmm. like it? Or what do you think of it? I don't think he likes them, but he does like that. He thinks the art looks way better in the new one. So um, the other one's too, I think, simple or something. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, check it out if you can. We are out. Thanks for Funimation for keeping the voice actors the same. (laughs) Yeah, that helps. Yeah. You could find me on Facebook as Witch Unicorn Santos. I'm on Instagram as Sister Santos. All right. We'll talk to you next week. 